Welcome to Inside the Nest, the official podcast of Kennesaw State Athletics. I'm your host, Nolan Alexander, and today's theme is pitchers and postseason. We speak with Melanie Bennett of Kennesaw State Softball, a Sun Pitcher of the Week, Luke Torbert from Kennesaw State Baseball, and postseason play for tennis head coach Matt Emery, the director of tennis at Kennesaw State, sits down with us here on Inside the Nest. As always, Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank. Fifth Third Bank, this is banking a fifth third better. Visit 53.com for more information. On the day of this podcast, Wednesday, a couple of big home events for KSU softball and baseball. The Owls on the baseball diamond play host to Georgia Southern. And the Owls across the way at Bailey Park, KSU softball plays host to Georgia State. We'll have that game on ESPN+. Plus. Brandon Joseph and I will have the call. So let's kick it off here on Inside the Nest, sitting down with Melanie Bennett, who I thought should have got ace on Pitcher of the Week despite a career weekend against Bellarmine. She's already won it this season, and she's on her way to an all-conference campaign. Here's Melanie Bennett on Inside the Nest. And now on Inside the Nest, we bring in sensational sophomore pitcher Melanie Bennett in the circle so far this season. She has been incredible. A couple of ASUN Pitchers of the Week honor. Should have won it this past weekend. I won't make you comment on that, but I think you should have won it. Uh, did not give up an earned run in KSU sweep of Bellerman. Came out there and straight up balled 14 strikeouts. And so far, she has been Insane this year, 35th in the nation, 127 strikeouts. We're joined by Melanie, and we have some friends of the pod in the background, too. Who else is with you? The two cats, Callaway and Damon. Callaway and Damon. What, what's their personalities like? Um, Callaway is more of a cat that doesn't like to be touched. He kind of just, you know, you feed him, you do that, and then he lives on. And then Damon, he's a love bug, but he's not around right now. So, <laughs> Well... You don't need nine lives in this circle this year. Uh, I read off the numbers again. You're first in the A-Sun with strikeouts and with 14 wins, tied for first as well with three saves. And you always hear the cliche, the sophomore slump, because everyone finds it, oh, you're so good as a freshman. You got a target on your back coming as a sophomore that everyone's hunting for you. You have managed to overcome that. What do you think has contributed to your success this season? I guess my teammates, they always lift me up. They are always cheering me on. So whenever they're behind me, lifting me up, it makes me want to do better for them so I can give them a better chance to stay in the games. Is there one phrase that you hear that gets you perked up? Well, okay. So whenever Taylor's in the field, which normally she is with me, um, she always says, like, let's do this, Mel. And she always says it every time. Like, if she doesn't, like, she'll come back and say it. So like it has to happen. So that always makes me feel good, like feel good because it's something that happens every single time, no matter what. Okay. She's having as equally as good of a year at the plate. What do you say to get her pumped up? <laughs> Let's do it. Then the same thing. You keep doing it. Keep rocking. Keep doing you. And she's doing it. So we're just keeping it simple, just simple yeah. over and over getting everyone pumped up. Yes. Take me back through this weekend. Uh, no matter how strong a team is, it's it's difficult to get a full weekend sweep. It's just it's tough to do in this in the sport of softball. Looking back at this weekend, what were some of the highlights for you and the team? Well, so 
with me having the 14 strikeouts, it was also my 14th win. So that was like pretty cool to have that. Um, Lexi's home run that she had, it was like a freaking launcher. It was so high. So that was pretty cool. Um, Katie Green, I think her and Taylor did a hit and run and Katie executed it so well. So where Taylor was at first base and she scored all the way with Katie's hit. So that was pretty cool. And then um, Lindsay pitched really, really good. So that was exciting. And then everyone else just really did good too. I can't remember every single thing that ever mm-hmm. happened, but the highlights that stuck out were those few people. I always think it's interesting in the pitcher batter battle the second or third time that you face someone in a game? Because the first time you have your scouting reports and, and maybe it's one side or the other that felt more prepared. And the second time you've seen it, maybe the timing's better for each side. I don't want to ask you to get into the strategy, but for you as a pitcher, did you try something different to strike someone out uh, going against them a second or third time? Or was it keeping back with the same thing? So in the first time I was fine with like hitting my normal spots. And then around the second time they were starting to like really chase after the balls. So then I started moving the balls way out of the zone and they were still chasing them. So that's probably what I'd say. Just moving the ball farther away from the plate rather than sticking with one spot. So you're tied for the first or you're first in the A sun with your 14 wins. You're tied for first with three saves. Does your mentality change going into a game as a starter compared to coming in to earn the save? Well, when I come into the save, like, I know I have to get it done because, like, if my pitcher, like, the other pitcher that started can't really finish it, I need to come in and finish it for her. Mm -hmm. So that just makes me feel like I have to do it for her. I have to do it for the team, not really for myself, just for them to keep them going, to keep them in the game and all that stuff. So, And then starting, it's got to keep doing my job. So there's nothing really different about it. Do you go into a game as a starter and think, okay, I'm, I'm hopefully get to a complete game here, but I have to pace myself. And as a closer, do you think maybe I only need three outs and I can gas it up a little bit more? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I'll like try to throw the heck out of the ball, but most of the time it's just hit my spots, do my job and get out of there. What in your softball career from high school, little league before, what's the, your career high for strikeouts? Is it 14? I have no idea. Really? You haven't kept up with that? I don't really keep up with the stats because I tried at first and then like it, it stressed me out. So I was like, let me just not talk about it or think about it. So, but it's also cool to talk about it with other people when they bring it up and not me. So your team played a very difficult schedule this year in the non-conference coach McKay lined up many challenges that it appears now that we're more in tune in, in a sun play has helped out your squad uh, competing for the top of the a sun heading up towards postseason play at the beginning of may how much do you personally think it's helped you playing top 25 teams leading up to conference play it's definitely made me more uh how would i put it um it's given me more of a challenge so i know that like I've pitched good against these teams Mm -hmm. and then I pitched good against the SEC teams and the bigger teams. So this makes me feel really good. So I guess just makes me feel like I can play at a high level, no matter what, that I can compete and then I have to keep doing my job. So. Well, we've got another big matchup on tap when this comes out on Wednesday, we'll be playing Georgia state that evening over at Bailey park. What are you looking forward to in the matchup against the Panthers? 
just to have fun, to get our revenge, to really show them that like this is the game, like this we're gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should be a fun one. We'll have the game on ESPN Plus. Melanie, thank you so much for joining us. Um, best of luck with your two cats back there. And when we first started this podcast, they ran across the screen. I thought we'd get more screen time with the cats, but uh, you, you haven't trained really well. They're off in the corner and they're not interrupting you. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Melanie, and good luck tonight against Georgia State. Thank you. Holy hand-rolled tortillas. Does Chewy's know Tex-Mex or what? We're making our fresh tortillas all day long. Perfect for wrapping up Chewy's famous Chicka Chicka Boom Boom enchiladas. Stuffed with house-roasted chicken, smothered in spicy, cheesy Boom Boom sauce. Better have a handshake and fresh limerita handy. Just saying. So gather up your friends because you can dine in at Chewy's or get it to go. We even have meal kits available for pickup or delivery at order.chewy's.com. Locations in Kennesaw and Perimeter. Find us at Chewies.com. See y'all at Chewies. Season tickets for the fall 2021 KSU football season are on sale right now. Tickets include all five home games and a ticket to the KSU at Georgia Tech game on September 11th. Season tickets start at just $135. Purchase yours today by texting SCRAPPY to 20123. That's S-C-R-A-P-P-Y to 20123 or by visiting www.ksuals.com slash tickets. By the way, also announced today the full fall schedule. The eight Big South Conference games have been released. Visit ksuals.com or on Twitter at Kennesaw State FB for all the details. And those season ticket packages are quite the deal when you have a look at the five home games and a ticket to the KSU section the game at Georgia Tech. Moving ahead on Inside the Nest, Luke Torbert earned A-Sun Pitcher of the Week honors, and the Owls are on quite the roll thanks to Torbert and a very strong pitching staff and offense that has managed to get it done as well. Torbert dealt the first complete game by a Kennesaw State hurler since Brooks Buckler on May 12, 2018, earned the A-Sun Pitcher of the Week for the first time in his career. He's joined by Mateen from our OWL Network here on Inside the Nest. How's it going, OWLs fans? This is Mateen Rad from KSU Athletics here for an Inside the Nest exclusive interview with today's guest. He's the Saturday starter for the Kennesaw State baseball team, and on Saturday, he threw the first complete game by an OWL in nearly three years. He's also our A-Sun Pitcher of the Week. Luke Torbert, thank you so much for joining me today, brother. No problem. Thanks for having me. Luke, how are you feeling in, I mean, this is just uh, an assumption, but how are you feeling in what must feel like a career week for you? I mean, it feels awesome. I feel like for me, though, we're just getting the ball rolling. Uh, hopefully this is just the start of something great to come for the team, too. And we'll keep winning, keep pitching well this year. You've won your last four starts, five out of the last six. What's clicking right now? And what has the focus been for you and the coaching staff this season? Uh, for me, I'm just focusing one batter at a time, not working, worrying about the past or the present, just about like what's happening. Or I am worrying about the present, not about the future. Uh, and the coaches are just trusting the players, letting us go out there and do our thing. Everybody's playing together really well right now. The last complete game by an owl was in May 2018 by Brooks Buckler. 
a former teammate and a former Saturday starter as well. Knowing Brooks was one of the top guys on the staff here a few years ago, you're in his place now. How crazy is it for you to see your own personal growth since you've joined us here at Kennesaw State? I mean, it's been a long journey for me here from even my sophomore year, not pitching a lot, watching other guys go out there and pitch and just being patient and keeping up the hard work. It finally has got me to where I've always wanted to be. Now, you had a one-hitter going into the eighth inning. You had a shutout going into the ninth inning. Was there at any point, now no one's gone into the ninth inning this season as a pitcher, as a starting pitcher. Were you, what was the conversation like between you, Coach Sansing, Coach Travis, as the day progressed? He just, Coach, uh, Coach Mack just kept asking me how I was feeling. I told him good, and he kept sending me back out there. Uh, meant a lot that they put that much trust in me to send me back out there for the ninth. Do you feel like the confidence level that you bring to the mound is is the biggest difference to your game this season? For sure. I'm pitching with more confidence than I have ever before. You're also the first Kennesaw State pitcher in four years to win an ASUN Player of the Week award. What went through your mind when you heard the news and how does it feel to realize that you're the only pitcher in your time here to receive this award? I mean, it's kind of unbelievable because I've seen some really good guys throw for our team in these past four years. And it's a huge honor to be the first one to get it in four years. Luke, I've got to ask you about Jake Rice. You know, he goes out there on Friday and he pitches uh, in the serious opener against Bellerman and he throws a gem. You go out there and you almost, you one up him. Does working closely with a pitcher like Jake make you better? For sure. I think the best pitching staffs are the ones that compete within themselves. And I think that not even just between me and Jake, I think there's competition between me and almost every single player and the pitching staff. I think that we all push each other to do better. And especially watching Jake Rice go out there every Friday and shove makes me want to go out there on Saturday and shove as well. That's awesome. The team is, is 22 and nine before the Wednesday game against Georgia Southern. It's one of the best starts in our Division I history. What's the general feeling in the locker room right now? I mean, we're just keeping the good vibes going, just letting the ball roll. Keep We go out there and we all play with confidence and we all trust each other. Everybody's got each other's backs. Everybody picks each other up. It's the best team we've had and everybody's clicking really well. Is there that feeling because being in the position I'm in, being a fan of the group and working closely with the group, is there that feeling that this could be the year? Yeah, if we keep the ball rolling, which we will, this could definitely be the year. Uh, really seems like it's our year, uh, Luke. Thank you so much for joining me today. The Kennesaw State Owls return home to the Stillwell Stadium against Georgia Southern Wednesday at 5 p.m. Luke, thank you so much for joining me again, brother. Thanks so much. This is Matt Team Rad, and catch us next time on Inside the Nest. We'd like to take this time to thank our proud partner, Coca-Cola, for being the beverage choice of KSU Athletics events. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. To help prevent the spread of COVID-19, always remember the three W's. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and watch your distance around others. Wellstar believes when we all work together to do our part, we can keep Georgia safe. For more safety information, visit wellstar.org. 
Let's take it over to the tennis courts with Matt Emery and postseason tennis, joined by Jordan Griffith from the Owl Network here on Inside the Nest. All right, Coach, thank you so much for joining me here today. So my first question for you is, so that the regular season is over, you guys are going into conference play, how did the season, the regular season, go in your eyes? Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I think we had a really successful, uh, a really successful regular season. And if I'm being 100% honest, I don't even know what our, what our record is. You know, I know, I know it's, I don't know, it's somewhere six and eleven, six and twelve, something like this. Um, you know, we, we were never too concerned about the record. I mean, we played a very tough schedule. Um, you know, so I don't think that really reflects on how successful the season's been. I know there's been a lot of firsts this season in terms of teams that we've beaten for the first time in program history. You know, I know we beat Georgia state, for example, um, that was the first time in program history. We just beat Stetson. That was the first time in program history. You know, so for me, that's a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of fun. I know for the players, that's a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, I think what was difficult a little bit for us this year was the way that the conference schedule was set up. Um, they divided the conference between North and South to me, in my opinion, uh, you know, I think, our, you know, we're in the South, the top four teams, you know, I think without question are in the South division, uh, you know, Florida Gulf Coast, North Florida, Stetson. Um, I think that South division is just a lot stronger than North. And so, you know, I think this was a year that we felt like coming off some seasons where we maybe had won one match or, or no matches in the conference. This was a year that we could, you know, go four and three, or, you know, or five and three in our conference. And, as it turned out, we had to play everybody in the South twice. And so, you know, that's, that's very difficult. And so I think the girls um, played some of those matches great. Um, we came up just a little bit short against Florida Gulf Coast and, and North Florida the first time around. And I guess that's an, and, you know, I think they hit a little bit of a wall <laughs> um, for a period there for a couple matches, just, you know, and it's understandable. I mean, it's, it's, you can kind of follow a little bit of a trail logic there and, um, but what they did the last match to rebound and, and come back and beat Stetson for the first time ever was, I thought, phenomenal. So, um, you know, I, I think our our schedule, while it was really difficult, I think now at the end of the year is really paying off. And so I think we're playing our best tennis going into the conference tournament. Um, and that's when you want to play your best tennis. And so for me, you know, our record throughout the year was never really, it's never really a concern. It's not something I really even look at that hard, to be honest. You know, everything we do in regards to the scheduling is, you know, we want to play the best teams. We want to get exposed early. You know, we want to know early on, you know, what do we have to work on throughout the year? And so then, you know, when we go play the NCAA tournament, there's, there's two things we've been able to work on our weaknesses, you know, and kind of close the gap throughout the season. And then also, you know, we, we already know, okay, here's, here's the best teams out there. You know, we know what we're going to be facing. You know, we're not caught off guard at the end of the year facing teams that we've never, you know, that we've never faced before. And so, you know, I think we're ready. I think we're, you know, like, you know, I, I think the only way to kind of be battle tested is to go through battles, you know, all the time. So I think that's kind of where, that's kind of where we're at. And I think, you know, we, we feel really confident that, there's not a match left on the schedule we can't win. You know, we're, we're excited. So you're talking about, yeah, you don't, you don't really look at the record all that much, but is the highest ranking in Kennesaw State's history. Was it taken to get here, the growth of this team? 
Yeah, well, I mean, the growth over the, the past couple of years has been, you know, phenomenal. And and I don't know if people know this, the, the team we inherited, I guess this was 2018, was ranked sixth from the bottom in NCAA Division One. So I think that there was 304, you know, Division One teams in the rankings, and we were 298. So we were coming off a one in 21 season, I think two straight, <laughs> one in 21 seasons, and had graduated our top four players. And so... You know, that's kind of where we were. I know that first year, um, my first year, we also went one and I think it was one in 19 or one in 20. Um, you know, so this year, um, you know, we, we've obviously made a lot of progress, but, you know, it was, it was, it was interesting. I mean, I think there's two ways to sort of approach the recruiting process um, when you inherit a team that was where our program was. You know, one is to kind of try to hide the past a little bit and, you know, you don't want people to know, okay, this is where our program is, right? And we kind of went the opposite way, which was every single, every single girl that we recruited, I wanted them to know exactly, okay, this is where our program was, right? This is, this is where we were ranked. Okay, now here's where we are, but, you know, this is where, this is where we're going to go. You know, here's what our goals are. Because I think what, you know, what we're trying to do is very, very difficult. I mean, to, to go from six from the bottom, you know, to, you know, winning a conference championship is, is very tough and it's obviously never been done or even close to here. So um, for us, it was really important that every single student athlete that came in knew exactly, okay, this is what, this is what we want to accomplish. And this is where we are. You know, for me, that's what excited me about the job was the ability, you know, you've got a blank slate and you get to create this, you know, sort of from nothing, you know, and I wanted every single, every single player that came in to share that same mentality. And if we lost a recruit or two along the way, because, you know, that was going to be too difficult or they, they didn't want that, that was okay. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, so to me, that's, that's been the most fun part is every single person on the team shares that same mentality. And so every practice, you know, they're all working together for that goal. And, you know, you, I, I think that's starting to pay off. It, it doesn't always happen right away. Uh, but I think this year you're starting to see the, the fruits of that a little bit. So, so I, I know it's going to be tough to single out just one player, but maybe tell me somebody or maybe two players who have grown the most from the beginning of the season now going into the postseason. Yeah, it, it is. You know, it is really difficult. Um, it is really difficult to single out one player. Uh, because it is such a team effort, to be honest with you. But, you know, I would, you know, I think Taylor Dean is one that's done just a phenomenal job, um, you know, playing number one for us uh, this year. You know, last year as a freshman, she played number one, was really up and down, uh, kind of struggled with some injuries a little bit. And, and I think, you know, took some losses, you know, just because playing number one as a freshman is, is really, really hard, especially in our conference. And, you know, I think she just has um, – grown a ton I mean, not just with her game but you know just in her confidence level her you know ability to close matches to, to be more consistent throughout the matches and then come back the next day and do it again I think that's always a tough thing to do too um you know so she's she's done a great job as a co-captain um leading you know so if I think if we're talking about growth I mean she's one I've, that's probably shown as much growth in a year as probably any player I've really coached um in college over half of this team is actually from another country so there's a lot of different backgrounds on this team how are you able to get these girls to come together and have such great energy during these matches 
Well, again, I think, you know, and that's why it was so important for us to, you know, in the recruiting process, make sure everybody knew this is exactly what you're coming into, <laughs> you know? And so while everybody is from all these different backgrounds and, and all these different experiences and parts of the world, you know, they all share the one common goal that really brings the team together, <laughs> right? Which is, you know, we're going to make history at KSU, you know, KSU tennis. Like that's, we're, we're going to put them on the map in a way that nobody's been able to do before. And so, you know, while you have, you know, all these, all these differences and, and everything, um, you know, I think when everybody shares that one common goal, right, that's, that's what brings everybody together at the end of the day. And so it's really never been, you know, it's really never been an issue. And I think, I think when everybody is on the same page with that, I mean, even though you have those differences, I think they don't divide the team. They actually embrace them and, and, and bring the team together. So, uh, and that's, that's one of the, you know, that's one of the parts I enjoy about it the most is, um, you know, the diversity of the teams and, you know, just them embracing each other's differences, not letting those divide them. What do you want to see from your team going into the conference tournaments match versus the Florida Gulf Coast Eagles? Yeah, well, I mean, I just, um, you know, I think I just, I want them to, to just, you know, number one, have no regrets. So, you know, leave everything out on the court, play as hard as they possibly can, you know, and play with the confidence that, that they can win. And, uh, and, you know, I know they know they can. I think getting over the hump against Stetson was a huge boost, you know, for the confidence. Not that they can just play these matches close, but that they can actually get over the hump and, you know, and get the win. And so, um, you know, I'd just like to see them kind of use that momentum uh, from that last weekend and, and put that into the match. Um, but again, you know, like we don't have one player, you know, that's in our starting six that has played a conference tournament yet, <laughs> you know, right. So um, this is going to be the first conference tournament for every single player, um, you know, that's in the starting lineup. And, you know, that's not going to be an easy situation. There's going to be a lot of nerves. Um, but, you know, I'd like to just see them, you know, go out and just and just have fun competing and leaving everything out on the court. I think that's, I think that's the key. You know, you don't have to carry everybody's burden, you know, you just go out and just play as hard as you possibly can and play confident, you know, and then the results kind of take care of themselves. So I think that's, that's all we're looking for. I think if we do that, I think we'll be in a position to win, you know, and that's, that's really all you can ask for. Get your favorite KSU apparel, name brand items, gifts, and more at the KSU Bookstore. Whether you're looking for an Adidas jersey, a KSU sweatshirt, or a new hat, they've got you covered. Shop their in-stadium store on game days, visit them in the Student Center, or shop online today. Visit the KSU Bookstore online at ksustore.kennesaw.edu. And while you're online, ksuals.com slash dot martin. There's only a handful of spots remaining for the 2021 Dot Martin Scholarship Golf Classic held Monday, May 10th at the Marietta Country Club, ksuals.com slash Dot Martin Scholarship Classic to take part in a fantastic day that benefits scholarships for our Kennesaw State student-athletes via the Owls Fund. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have over 100 participants this far again Spots are limited. Registration is closing down soon, so visit ksuals.com slash dot martin for more information. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Inside the Nest. It's been brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com. 
for more information. I'm Nolan Alexander, looking forward to seeing you or having you join us for Kennesaw State softball and baseball this evening at Bailey Park and Stillwell Stadium. Until next time, go out.